Hello there, and welcome to the Lifting the Veil podcast with your host, myself, Adrian Lopez. This is episode 79, entitled Lost in Paradise. Before I get started today, I just wanted to make a couple of announcements. Um, I've been away on vacation for the last two weeks, so I took a little hiatus from production. But now I'm back today to share with you some reflections on the idea of paradise and what it means to be lost from that in regards to being stuck. So today we're going to look at areas in our life where you may feel stuck. You know, we all have areas of our lives where, you know, we've probably experienced great levels of success and then some areas where we keep coming up against the same sorts of conditions or problems or blocks. And so that is really what today's podcast is designed or created in order to offer you some lenses to look through to help you better navigate or better um, relate to these areas of your life and what's occurring um, in these so-called stuck areas. Um, So the second thing that I wanted to address before we get started is uh, what's unfolding in this country. If you're listening from the United States and um, if you're not listening from the United States, you may have uh, front row seats at the increased intensity around uh, civil liberties in this case in regards to reproductive rights of women with the overturning of Roe versus Wade. So I wanted to read to you a little quote by Ananda Guryanish who writes, a matriarchal world does not mean matrilineal or that we have one queen that rules the world. It simply means a world where a mother's heart leads all social institutions, corporations, and governments. All humans, men, women, transgender, can embody a mother's heart if they choose. We are destined for extinction as a human race unless the mother's heart assumes leadership of this world. So I just wanted to mention that in regards to the topic today and then of course what's unfolding on uh, the United States uh, political stage. And I know many people are feeling angry and perhaps frustrated, rightly so. But today I wanted to offer you another way of looking at this. Uh, and through the title of today's topic, Lost in Paradise. So it is our common experience as human beings given a life uh, to reduce things to labels, reduce ourselves to labels and mental constructs, which become for many of us our sense of self or identity. Uh, And I'm going to refer to this as the ego, which is a device of the nervous system that creates an illusion of stability and gives a sense of certainty where there is none because we live in a constant change state of flow and uh, 
for those of you that may have or may be interested in metaphysics or um, different schools of thought outside perhaps of the Western mind, it is no wonder that many of us grow up um, embodying these really small, limited uh, as- or definitions of, of self. Um, and this is the mental aspect which has historically, at least in uh, yogic philosophies or in many other different um, wisdom traditions of the world, uh, the masculine aspect of consciousness. And when it is unbalanced or unequally yoked to the feminine aspect, it causes uh, toxicity, it causes neurosis, it causes pathology. And I suggest that's really what we're seeing playing out in our world right now. And I'm not the first person to suggest this. Um, The yogis thousands and thousands of years ago were um, teaching about the awakening to the true self through the balancing of the feminine and the masculine energies. And so um, as we grow up, and I'm speaking from experience here, we get, and I've gotten uh, many labels to describe myself from the outside world, and then I took on those labels um, as descriptors or a part of my identity, and they could be any words like extrovert or outgoing or athletic or you know, artistic or negative uh, labels. Many of us get like just not good at that or dumb or uh, a ditz or a black sheep or a troublemaker and the list goes on. These many different labels that we uh, inherit that are used to describe who we are end up being a limitation. And in this sense, I refer to this as the situation of being stuck or overly identified with language or these mental constructs as being lost in paradise. And there's a a sense of inevitability around them, a sense of inertia. There's a weight of these structures, these social structures, these conditions that we gather along the way as we grow up in our families, in our culture, with our social norms. And we begin to think that they are always ever present and true. However, for example, in the science of epigenetics, some of you may be familiar with this developing branch of science that has shown us how our ways of being are deeply rooted in our bodies and that most of our belief systems are patterned energy in our nervous system before the age of seven and that actually a lot of what we inherited is already given to us in the womb through our DNA as an ancient text such as a yogic philosophy and all of its branches it spoke of and contained a technology for clearing and rewiring the unconscious mind or 
the programming that exists there. I didn't use that terminology, it referred to it as karma or sanskaras, which are subtle imprints carried within what we now know as our DNA. And in Hindu mythology, these filters that keep us disconnected from the expansiveness of our true nature were referred to as Maya or Indra's net. The fact is, is many of us, uh, part of the human condition is to battle against the weight of invisible energetic structures that many of us are not even conscious of. They just, it's like a fish in water. This is really why, without having the words for it at the time, I started practicing and uh, I started practicing yoga and meditation and studying all the world religions, trying to get to the truth with a capital T. And of course, um, as uh, we start out and we're, we're younger, we uh, gain more and more um, restrictions and beliefs we take on more emotional, mental, and spiritual handicaps um, from those around us um, as a form of protection. The ego likes to protect. So I call these belief systems um, handicaps because they are based on separation and they diminish our ability to be fully present and self-determining in the present moment. So we have a condition, something that occurs in present time, and then our ego, in all of its wisdom, creates a story about reality and then lives into it as it's always the case. And so what was at one time conditional in one moment becomes eternally true with the intention to create stability, certainty, and predictability. And that's a wonderful thing. But it also limits us, keeps us stuck and out of the present moment. So that's the reason why I'm calling this condition of the ego being lost in paradise. It isn't even aware that it's not aware that it's creating reality from the past through conditioning that cast itself out of its own magnificence out of its own possibility that's available in each present moment because it doesn't know the expansiveness of being that is possible for each of us if we are not attached to a condition from the past and no longer give it that power. So years ago in my 20s, I participated in a well-known transformational program which I will not name here, but the reason why I'm mentioning it, I even mentioning it right now is that it was a powerful experience because it offered me um, a way of being firmly grounded in being outside of the ego, the ego mind or the construct. And as in any type of self-transformation, Um, it is alive and it happens moment to moment and it is through choice and so this 
uh, technology that I learned and practiced allowed me to break free from uh, the shackles of a sense of restricted identity that I didn't even know I was in just long enough (laughs) for me to step into another set. And as I mentioned, um, this, I would, I would say that the ego is active, you know, 24 seven. And so if we don't have a sustainable foundation to maintain the aliveness of transformation in the moment, then, uh, the power of consensus reality can easily pull us back. It has a strong pull and we can get sucked right back in, which happened to me. And, and it is, it's a process. You know, we get sucked in and then we pull ourselves back out. If you are listening to this podcast, you may be, feel, be familiar with what I'm talking about. And so I, what I'm saying is, is I didn't have the container to hold the window of self-determination open consciously for a long period of time. It was jumping into it in fits and starts and then forgetting and then coming back into it. And now coming full circle back around at this moment in my life, um, this is just further confirmation to me, which I'm sharing with you, that um, there is a opportunity right now on the planet more than ever for people to actually to more easily hold space for this level of transformation and it is there's a time where we are being encouraged to flourish into this next step of human evolution however I think that many, many of us haven't been given the proper container to hold self-realization. And so, um, and so we stepped in, we stepped out, we stepped in, we stepped out. And when I use the word self-determining, I'm not referring to, I'm not referring to the limited social constructs called our identity that most of us have been taught is the extent of the self but our quantum potential that is unmanifest. And um, today, specifically, I wanted to look at what is stopping each of us in certain areas of our life from developing to our fullest expression of our potential. And it's my experience that is directly related and connected to our ability to step into our creator selves, our ability to identify and utilize the fullness of our humanity that was not taught to us, but was left in traces of wisdom and mystic schools of alchemy. The ability to transmute internal material, um, dross left over from the past, that is constructed from a belief of separation and many argue that the mind is a product of separation this ego personality that we have and that the alternative is 
being able to step into a truth of our wholeness, integrated self, an allowance of our authentic nature to emerge. And this can be challenging in our world today where the ego still reigns for a large part of our existence. The world is seen through a lens of struggle and conflict and separation and victimhood and powerlessness and fixing based on control dramas. But today I want to suggest that it's just a a minute shift that will allow you to make the jump from the old reality to a new one, from being lost in paradise to finding yourself in paradise, where you are living in a transformed world, where you go from being lost, unable to access your own internal potential, to entering into the paradise of creator or as creator. This is what the ancients were conveying through the code of For example, yoga, or what I call inner yoga, because all yoga is inner yoga. It's all consciousness becoming aware of itself. It is subtle, yet most powerful techniques of awareness cultivation I've found that affect our unfolding into awakening and thereby give rise to unconditioned joy of pure being. And this might sound... um, esoteric or abstract or some far-off idealistic dream but I want to assure you my friends that it is very real and it is available for you but I want to define a little bit more clearly what I mean by the process of awakening it is a term the word awakening that has been used in many different contexts for many different reasons And I'm using it here to refer to the process of one realizing the nature of their own being. We are dynamic beings, both material and non-material in our essence. We have an amazing physical body that is taking in and processing thousands of bits of information per, per second. And at any given moment, we are taking in endless streams of sensory information, touch, smell, sound, um, and this does not even include our emotions and our thoughts, and then the internal narration of what's unfolding around us. And in turn, the feedback loop that this creates in our uh, physical bodies. It is no wonder, like just like any other processor, that we can get overwhelmed by the avalanche of information coming in into our nervous system and our neuro network that is sending instantaneous chemical and electrical messages 24 hours a day. And when people ask me, um, you know, what it is, what it is that I do as an integrative awareness coach, I tell them that I support individuals to bring all these parts of themselves back online or in other words back home there are many reasons why parts of our experience are incompletely processed or energetically fragmented it's like we have some of our life force entangled in incomplete cycles and timelines like a narrative arc i like to imagine that life energy follows a similar framework except we have countless arcs going on at any given moment that have been frozen in time 
because we were overloaded with information. Some of these arcs never have come to a conclusion, so we're left in the middle of a storyline. Energetically speaking, in our nervous system, we have parts of our consciousness stuck in timelessness because they've never been resolved. And this affects the integrity of our consciousness, the experience of our reality, and our ability, as I mentioned, to be self-determining beings, to be a creator of our experience versus a reactor a reactor to what's happening around us so if you would like to find out more about the work I do I invite you to reach out to me you can check out my website at www.mindheart-space.com and on my homepage you can click on a little button that will take you to my calendar and you can schedule a free 20 minute consultation where I can answer your questions and find out and share with you how I might be able to support you through these stuck areas in your life because it's not only the mental structure it's also the physical um, embodiment in your nervous system that you are um, choosing to rewire and so um, these are times in which you've hit your cap and you can spend years stuck in a cycle um, or you can um, increase the level in which you are evolving, learning, and growing um, through receiving support from a quantum life coach like myself. All right, I think I'll leave it there for now. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always a pleasure. Until next time, please remember what a valuable treasure you are and bye for now.